What is up, everybody? How's it going? This is Travis, and I am so fired up because over this weekend, I had one of the best conversations with one of my favorite people, Mr. Israel Flores. Israel, shout out if you're listening to the podcast. Now, if you don't know Israel, Israel is a cool dude. Like He's got rad style, and he's fun, but he also has dreams and goals that he's trying to accomplish. He's helping out in his local church context, and we started talking about life, media, and ministry, and all of these things. And there were some takeaways that I think would really benefit any young man listening. Because as men, you have to understand the way that we're wired, there's got to be something in front of us. We got to be working for somebody to really see progression and move and go for things. So a lot of times we get our identity or our value from our work or our job. And growing up, there are some big words that seem very ominous and overbearing. And hopefully by the end of this podcast, I will have saved you five years of your life. Because in the last year, I've really just got along with the Lord and I've thought about these questions. And I think I've come up with a definition that would help anybody answer these questions. And the questions aren't hard to answer because it has to do with the way that you're wired. It doesn't have to do with what your social status is or who you know or what kind of education you have. No, those things might be connected to your purpose, but none of those things can stop or hinder you from pursuing your purpose. Your internal compass will start leading you in the right direction once you're able to answer these questions. In the purpose, priorities, and goals episode of this podcast, I ended up giving you my working definition for purpose, and I'll go over it again. Your purpose is really what do you want to tell Jesus that you did for him when you stand before him at the end of your life? This is the most important moment and Jesus is the most important person. It doesn't matter who else you impress. If you listen to your parents, if you listen to celebrities, if you listen to culture, if you listen to Twitter, no one else's opinion matters more than Jesus. He's the only one that's worth impressing. So with that in mind, this is a very thought-provoking question that will allow you to look at your life, to look at what you love to do, your passions, to look at the desires that are in your heart and say, oh wow, I would like to do this for Jesus in my time on this earth. I think the biggest misconception that I had about purpose was I thought my purpose was connected to my job. So if someone were to ask me like, Travis, like what is the purpose for your life? If you would have asked me that at 18, I would have said, oh, my purpose is being a studio guitar player in Nashville because obviously I was good at guitar. That was something that I wanted to do and I had a passion for it and I had an outlet to encourage people with music and help people. So in my mind, I thought, okay, this is my purpose. There are two problems with what I thought was my purpose. The first problem was I had no desire to go to Nashville. Like I understand some people want to move there and it's a cool place and I've been to Nashville, but I love the city of Houston. 
I believe that I'm called to this city to make an impact, to make a difference. And I'm not trying to go far away from Houston. I actually want to be close to Houston. So that was the first problem. Location, location, location. And then if we're being real, I could have tried to be a studio musician in Houston. But if we're being honest, like I didn't want it bad enough. And I feel like a lot of times young people think that they need to go all in. They need to move across the world and make this big life change. And if you want to do something, just do it. I feel like Shia LaBeouf. Like seriously, there's nothing stopping you. Like if you say it's your location, if you say I don't have the right materials, no one believed in me, no one gave me the opportunity. Like no, believe in yourself. Give yourself the opportunity. Like you can do these things. And if we're being really honest, complaining is an indication that your so-called purpose is fake. But I feel like if we're not careful, we can get it mixed up and then all of a sudden we're afraid that if we leave that particular setting that we won't be able to fulfill our purpose. I am a big advocate that what you do is more important than where you do it. But I wanna go through and make sure we can tell the difference between your purpose, a calling, and a job. Israel asked me, he said, Travis, what is the difference between a purpose and a calling? And this is my own anecdotal evidence based on life circumstances. But I remember when I was 20 years old, um, I was really trying to navigate what that next step in my life was because obviously I loved playing guitar, but Jesus got a hold of me. And I started looking at the church. And before I grew up in the church and I was grateful for the church and I was ready to get out of the church and go into the world and go into the marketplace, but the Lord gave me new eyes for his bride, the bride that's worth it, the bride that he is making spotless and that he's coming back for. So this ministry thing, this 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 thing started to get a hold of me. And I remember I was talking to the Lord and he asked me, he said, Travis, like, what do you think would be really cool? And this is my relationship with my father. And I was like, Lord, you know what would be so cool? This place that I've gone to Bible college for the last couple of years, I love it here. They love me here. It would be so cool if I could work over there. And he was like, really? You think that would be cool? And I was like, yeah, I do think that would be cool. And he was like, you know what? I think that would be cool too. So in 2012, I ended up answering a call. So I ended up having a conversation with my mentor, Pastor Andrew, great guy. He's got a podcast called Loud Leadership. Give that a shout out. But he was asking me, he said, Travis, what's what's your next step? Where are you going after TBI, after you graduate Bible college? And I was like, sir, actually, I think it would be awesome if I got a job over here. And he was like, well, you know what, I think you've made up your mind. That sounds like a good idea. You should turn in an application. So it was just very funny, but I ended up getting the job. And fast forward six years later, um, I've got to be a part of the dream team, um, a team that is building and blessing local churches all over Texas, all over the world with an international heart and reach. So what I want you to hear is your purpose 
isn't based on a location. It doesn't matter what job you have. It doesn't matter what your hours are. This is something that you're going to spend your time on, that you're going to spend your life on, that you'll be able to offer to Jesus. Your calling is somewhere that the Lord calls you. It might be a place. It might be a person that the Lord has called you to. He might say, hey, you know your pastor? I am calling you to him because I want you to help him in the season of his life. And there is no greater honor. And I I am saying this, I feel by the spirit of God, there is no greater honor than to encourage and to support your pastor in your local church context, in your home church. That is the biggest blessing to your pastor. And it's the biggest blessing to you to have somebody that you're submitted to, someone that you're accountable to. And when you honor the call of another person and when you help somebody, listen, the Lord sees everything. Heaven has a receipt of every action that you do. You might say, man, I don't want to do that because nobody will see me or nobody will know that I did it and I won't get any credit. No, listen, the Lord sees everything. And It's good just to do things with no strings attached, like do the right thing because it's the right thing to do. The best posture that you can have for your life is a giving life, a life that gives and doesn't expect anything in return. You will be so free. So you have your purpose, which is this broad brush, which is the sum total of your entire life the thing that you're going to offer to Jesus in that day that you stand before him. You have a calling. It's a place that the Lord takes you to in a particular season. And then you have a job. And for me, my job and my calling has purpose attached to it. But if you're listening and you say, Travis, like I'm not in full-time ministry. I don't work at my church. Like how can I fulfill my calling and how can I fulfill my purpose. And for that, I have to say, it's okay to work a nine to five job. It's okay to want to put your kids through school. Like you should want to do these things. And I found out this statistic that literally blew my mind. You guys, I heard this stat on Gary V's Instagram live and it blew my mind. He said only 9.8% of the individuals living in America right now make over $100,000 a year. That is crazy to me, less than 10%. So I'm not trying to turn this into like a political podcast or anything like that, but what I want you guys to realize is that less than 10% of America is making over $100,000. So with that in mind, like, You know, you have a lot, and especially in my age group, I'll say, like, there are lots of young people that are hopping from one job to another job, so they'll work at the coffee shop, and then they'll work at the pizza place, and then once they're tired, and they've worked at the coffee shop, they've worked at the pizza place, then they're going to say, uh, I'm tired of the food thing, I'm going to go into retail, and now they're working at the retail store, and a lot of my age 
group doesn't focus on their career, like the long term, like the big picture. And I think it's so important for you to upgrade your job into a career, like somewhere you're going to be for 30 years, somewhere you're going to get planted because it isn't until you're planted that you really start to grow. And if you work a nine to five job and you want to fulfill your purpose, I truly believe that the local church context is the best place for that. Because your local church is the place that you're called to, and your pastor is the pastor that you've been called to for him to speak into your life, for you to get accountability, and for you to learn the word of God. You work your job, you're called to a local body and community, And from that place, you're able to fulfill your purpose. Now, Jesus gave us two commandments. He said, go into all the world and make disciples. That's Jesus's plan for the church, which we are a part of. So in your local church context, you're able to do those things. And not just in like a building, like once you realize that you are the church, like you're in a group of people that are all going into their world, And they're all making disciples, like everyone that we interact with. We have the ability to have conversations that get us sharp. As iron sharpens iron, so we're shaped by our friends. And so your job is the thing that you do. It's your nine to five. It's what you do to pay the bills. It's what you do to get your kids to school. Your calling is where the Lord has called you in this season of your life. The people that he has put in your life to speak into your life, the people that you're supposed to submit to and be accountable to, and your purpose is the sum total of your life, which you're going to offer Jesus. And for us as men, purpose is so important because when we look at the way that we're wired and what the Lord has called us to as men, we cannot lead our wives and be the heads of our household. I was at a wedding and I was with my friends, Emilio and Michael, and Emilio turned to Michael, who was engaged at the time, and he said, Michael, what have you learned in your relationship with Marissa, his now wife? And Michael said, you know, I realize that I'm going to have to stand before the Lord one day and give an account on Marissa being able to step into her destiny. And when I heard that, it shook me because I have never thought about it that way. Like if my wife doesn't reach her potential, the Lord's going to look at me and say, why didn't you get her there? And that is a sobering thought because on one side, I feel like I don't even have my life together. But on the other side, I know that my life needs to be together because I'm going to carry another life on top of my life because I'm responsible for that person, for my wife and my children. And in the Bible, it says lay up an inheritance for your children's children. So with this in mind, purpose is so key. And with that being said, Thank you guys for listening to this podcast. This is part one. I'm going to be releasing part two of this conversation. So if you like this podcast, give it a thumbs up. Thank you guys for listening and I'll see you real soon.